Hey gamers and podcast listeners, this is your boy Trey Turpin, the host of the Gamers Anonymous podcast presented by Finesse Kings Gaming. If you're addicted to all things video games, then you're in the right place. So make sure to subscribe and follow The Gap on all major podcast services so you do not miss a session. Also, go ahead and follow and like the Gamers Anonymous podcast Facebook page. Remember, admitting you have an addiction is the very first step. In this episode, your hosts Trey Turpin and his co-host Tommy Harless and Jordan Bope will talk about their predictions with the upcoming PlayStation 5 games event happening June 4th, and their impressions on The Last of Us Part 2 gameplay shown at the State of Play event last week. Also, they will talk about IGN Summer of Gaming 2020 event and discuss if backwards compatibility is a selling point. There is lots to talk about, so stay tuned as the show is about to begin on the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners and gamers? This is your boy once again, Trey Turpin, your host on the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Uh, I'm actually here with two of my good friends. Uh, one you already know, uh, his name is Tommy. What's going on, Tommy? What's good, bro? We back at it again. You know what it is, man. Yeah, you already know, episode five uh, definitely feels good. Uh, man, we love doing this podcast. And uh, we have a lot of information for you guys today. So I'm glad that you guys decided to tune in. So before we get started, um, I just want to go ahead and say thank you once again. I'm going to continue to thank you guys uh, just for supporting and listening to the podcast. Man, just, you know, we appreciate you just taking the time out to check us out and uh, communicating with us and just giving us positive feedback, man. We love to hear it. And I'm just glad that so far we're doing so good and you guys are enjoying it. So enough of that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the other host I have on here today. He's a good friend of mine. I met him through uh, the military. Uh, he's a real cool dude. Uh, so I'm going to just go ahead and introduce him. His name is Jordan Bo. What's going on, Jordan? How's it going? Uh, first podcast I've ever been on. Um, I got into gaming. As a kid, I started on PlayStation, of course. That's where a lot of people start. I started on like Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, all those good games. I also played Nintendo 64. I had one of those, and I played a lot of like Super Mario World and all that. Um, never really touched the older consoles as much, like Atari and Sega and all that. But I have now that I'm older. I've been to a buddy's house where he has one sitting in his closet. He's like, let's play some retro stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, so okay. I do enjoy that, too, to see where gaming actually started as a whole industry. And I know it's a huge, like, side thing to do for everyone in the world. There's so many people that play video games now compared to how it used to be because a lot of people couldn't afford it. And now there's so many new consoles and stuff, all the console wars and everything, which I don't believe in any of that. I do. I am huge on Xbox only because that's what I can afford growing up and that's what I always played. And I eventually moved to it because the one game that got me hooked on gaming, I'd say when I became addicted, was Halo. The Halo series was my whole childhood, teenage years, and even now I still play it to this day. And once I could afford it, 
I got a PC, so I could PC game too to see the other aspect of it. I still don't get to touch some of those PlayStation exclusives, which I would love to, like The Last of Us and a couple others that I've seen that I'm just so interested in. So hopefully one day I can also get a PS5, but when that releases, I have to wait and see how much it is. And then that'll determine whether I want to move to PS5 right off the bat or if I want to start on Xbox like I always have and eventually grab the other console. But that's basically where I started off with gaming and where I, you can see my mindset as to where I am at with gaming. I don't know a whole bunch about PlayStation or Sony, but I do follow them still because I love to hear about their exclusives. Oh, yeah. We're definitely the same way. Um, so, But you actually beat me to the punch. That was a good introduction. I was going to tell them to tell you to introduce yourself to the people. So I'm glad you were able to join us today on this podcast. I'm glad that you were willing to, you know, just take the time out and join us today. So thank you for appearing here. Um, Now, before we go ahead and jump into the news or the main topics, I should say, uh, I just want to go ahead and start with you, Tommy. Uh, just briefly discuss uh, what we've been playing or what games we've completed or what games we were interested in that we've been playing this past week. Uh, for me, it's been about three games. It's been about three. So for me, it's been Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, you know, a lot of everybody's kind of falling back in love with that, especially with the new content drop aftermath. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been playing that really heavy. I've been playing... Um, of course, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I'm still working on that. I know I had said that last episode of the podcast that I had started playing that um, because I never got to play it when it released on PlayStation 2 back in the day. So I'm still working on that. And the last one is Gears of War, just to switch it up and keep my uh, shooter skills on level. Um, so th- those are the three that I've been really rocking with this week. Um, just been trying to get through those and play those a lot. Um, and I've been enjoying the Mortal Kombat. That's the one I've been playing the most. Um, so what about you, Trey? What, what have you been playing? Uh, okay. Uh, actually, I've been playing the same exact games. Has, uh, I've been playing the same games you've been playing because, uh, you know, we've been playing together. Uh, definitely heavy on that Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I've just gotten my groove back with that game, and it's just so fun to play. Um, and with that new uh, DLC or the expansion with Aftermath, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely definitely fun i enjoy playing with the new characters um and just you know doing the what is it the live towers those are really fun to do i tend to at least try to do at least one of those a day if i don't play it for a long period of time so definitely mortal kombat um i've I've also been playing or jumping in with you on gears five uh just so you know i've definitely been needing somebody to play with there because i keep getting stomped on um, so I've been playing that uh, recently ooh, with the Mortal Kombat 11. I actually beat the story mode this past week. Uh, it was definitely a quick, short little story mode. Uh, it was a good story, actually. And I can't wait to dive into. I know we recently just got or you purchased it. And since we game share, I can play it, too. But I know we recently just got the uh, the Aftermath DLC so I can play that story mode here later. Yes. Sir. And. Um, also I've been playing, um, I went ahead and beat a game called, um, it's like brothers, a tale of two sons, which was on game pass. I've been wanting to play that game because, uh, 
I've been hearing rumblings of that game here recently within within the past few years about how good of a game it is. And I've been wanting to play it since it was on Game Pass. And I see that it was actually leaving at the end of this month. So I went ahead and played that. And thankfully, it wasn't a long game. So I was able to beat that in like two days in short sittings. So I went ahead and beat that. And I recommend that to anyone. It's a really fun game. It's like a twin stick uh, puzzle game where you control a one character is two brothers you control one brother with each of the two analogs so it, it was it was pretty like weird to control but it was fun nonetheless and the top it off i've been playing the yakuza zero now that game as everyone knows that game has been or the franchise has been on sega and uh, nintendo for, or not Sega, I'm sorry, Sega creates the game, but it's been on PlayStation and Nintendo uh, for as long as I can remember. And once it finally came to Xbox, I decided to give it a try. And I'm actually really enjoying uh, the Yakuza series, at least with Zero, which I know is a prequel to the, the original Yakuza. So I'm diving into that. And you know I can't wait to dive in more and also play the remastered Yakuza 1 um, later on after I complete that. So that's what I've been playing. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Have you been into anything this past week gaming wise? Um, so my games are a lot different from y'all's, but y'all play together. So that's probably why you have some similarities. I don't, I haven't played with Trey much or Tommy. Mm-hmm. I've never played with Tommy. <laughs> um, I do need to play with y'all cause I would be, I would love to get down on some mortal Kombat or uh, hey, for sure. Yes, sir. Even yeah, some of the other games you mentioned. Um, I have played that Tale of Two Brothers, son, or a Tale of Two Brothers game before, and right. I, I'd enjoyed it, too. It's like a top-down, the two sticks. Yeah, that confused me, too. But once you get the hang of it, it's a good story, and it's a beautifully mm-hmm. designed game. Um, the top three games I have been playing this past week, though, are really multiplayer-based. Um, one is Valorant, which is on PC. I don't know if y'all played it or heard of it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Men to play that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really fun, but it's really hard. The best game I can compare it to is CSGO, Counter-Strike Go. And uh, it's like, it's a first-person shooter, five-on-five. Five. Each of your characters has a special ability, kind of like they put a Overwatch kind of feel on it. But it all plays out like CSGO did. The other game I have been playing um, on PC is Apex Legends. Everyone knows Apex Legends. I do enjoy a good Battle Royale game, and I've just been getting back into that. Uh, my two mains, I guess, that I play as would be Octane or Bangalore. Um, and then the third game I've been playing, it's a brand new game that pretty much just came out. It's called Maneater. You play as a Ooh, shark. It's kind of yeah. like the old school oh, yeah, Jaws game. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, when I was a kid, I loved those Jaws games. So I had to get it a try, and I mean, it's worked out really well. The game is beautifully designed as well, and it's just a phenomenal like feel of it. You feel just like you're a shark and you're just eating all the stuff. And it's not even super easy like you would think it would be. It's just an easy game to go around and eat everything. But it's it's got some difficulty to it. Like you got to build your way up and become a bigger shark. It's kind of hard, to be honest. Yeah. I was, dang, that's crazy. I'm, uh, I definitely have to get my hands on that game. Uh, it, I've been seeing a bunch of videos about it. And... Like it definitely sparked my interest. So one thing that I saw, I'm still going to play it for sure. Um, I know some review sites and stuff, they were saying how like uh, 
repetitive it is do you what do you feel about it like is that somewhat true or are you having a blast regardless i haven't got the chance to play it much because i have my son i gotta take care of too but when when i do play mm-hmm. um when i ha- as much as i have played i've gone through i guess to the second stage and almost the third stage and it gives you a different quest to do and it's not super repetitive and the concept of what kind of quests they are yeah because it'll be like kill 10 of these and then there'll be like a boss one for a different quest and then there'll be like that but there's a whole bunch of different creatures and stuff that you'll have to face in the game including humans and the cool thing is if you start eating too much humans or causing too much havoc they send in these dudes called bounty hunters and there's like a group of them that'll come and they come in waves and then it's kind of like a wanted level from grand theft auto the best way to compare it to and then there'll be a boss bounty hunter and that's I mean, I don't want to spoil the game, but that's the basic concept of the game. And the story of it, the cool backstory of it real quick, is that uh, you play as the intro, like training you how to play and stuff. You're playing as this bigger shark, and you're like off the coast of the gulf of this island somewhere, kind of close to the mainland of wherever the game's supposed to be located. And there's people on the beach, and you start eating them, and then the bounty hunters come, and then one dude, the boss dude, captures you. And you've already gotten a feel how to play so far. And he uh, he cuts you open and notices that you're a you're a pregnant shark. And the shark inside you is alive, like you were about to give birth. And then he cuts the back of its fin and he says, that's so I know which one it is when I spear it later, when it grows up. And then you bite his hand off because now you play as the baby shark and you bite his hand off and you jump off the boat and you end up somewhere else. You swim away. And so you got to start from like a brand new baby shark and build your way up. And I haven't played too much into it, but I've I've gained level enough to become a teen shark. Now I'm a teen shark, and I should be an adult soon, but hey. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, that's cool. a, that's enough on that. Yeah, look, you yeah. give me. I don't want to. Whole... I don't want to spoil the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did. Um, I did know about the beginning. Like I know it was like a you were, uh, you know, getting revenge for your mother's death or something like that. So yeah, but that that's dope. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. Uh, probably try to catch it on sale. Of course, even though I, it's like what, like forty dollars, it's relatively cheap. But I'm not in a rush to, you know, get get my hands on it or anything. But I definitely want to play it. Okay, well, that definitely ends, you know, the roundtable on what we've been playing currently. So we're gonna go ahead and kick it off to our main topics. All right. So the first main topic. Like I was telling you guys, this, we didn't give you guys an episode last week uh, because I didn't really think that there was too much information to talk about. But this week, man, when I was putting this episode together, it was just like news just dropping left and right. So we definitely got a lot of news for you guys. And the first one we're going to talk about is the Sony State of Play event that happened what was it last Thursday? It was Thursday. Or, Thursday. Yeah, thir- yeah, Thursday, where they were showcasing The Last of Us 2, just like how they did, I believe, a week prior with uh Ghost of Tsushima or a week or a week or two weeks before. And they just, you know, did another deep dive on the game and showed you eight minutes of new gameplay footage. And definitely I was really into it. Like, to be honest, like I know the past episode or so, uh, Tommy threw me under the bus, you know, saying that I really didn't like the first Last of Us. 
which is, uh, you know, quite accurate. But I liked the story. I just wasn't really thrilled of playing through the game. So when like I wasn't I'm not I'm not really hip on, you know, The Last of Us 2 hype as everyone else. But I definitely, you know, I'm interested and I want to see what's going on because I feel like the second game, especially with Naughty Dog, the second games in their series are just way better than the first one. And when I was watching this, it definitely sparked my interest. It's definitely got me wanting to know more about it and, you know, got me debating if I should get it when it first comes out, which I probably will just wait on sale or whatnot. Uh, but I'm definitely feeling this game more than the first one. Um, it looks way more expansive and like the way that uh, Neil Druckmann, I believe that's his name, uh, the way he was just talking about it, how this is like their biggest game that they've created yet, like just got me super excited and want to know more about it. But uh, I'm going to jump it to my boy, Tommy, who would probably have more information about it because I know he really enjoyed the first one. So, Tommy, how did you feel about The Last of Us 2 uh, state of play gameplay that you've seen? For me, it looked uh, pretty cool. I, I was actually thoroughly pleased with what I saw. Uh, I, I kind of zoned out. I'm not going to lie. I kind of zoned out when the guy was talking. Like, I was more focused on, like, the visuals than listening to him talk about, you know, the game and everything like that. So I was just looking at the visuals, and I was like, oh, wow, it looks really good. Uh, and then when they showed that eight minutes of gameplay, um, that that really spoke to me. And I was like, wow, they took it a whole notch up another level from what the first last of us was um it didn't it seemed like she was more and i know they talked about that in the first like you know like 20 minutes or so of the game of the like showing of the game like she's more agile than uh than her counterpart was in the first one so and and you could tell that how she moved how she you know she was quicker um she felt more stealthy and she she could go vertical Whereas Joel, he was more linear, like he didn't really have the ability to go vertical unless he was climbing a ladder or something like that. Um, but right. you could see her taking different avenues instead of just staying flat and um, hiding and stuff like that. And it looks like they've expanded on, you know, how you um, craft materials and stuff like that. So it looks really good. I was thoroughly pleased um, with what I've saw. I've seen thus far from Naughty Dog and like you said, The Last of Us 2. And like you said, they do have the track record of their second game is always better than their first game. I mean, just look at Uncharted 2 compared to Uncharted 1. And that's not a knock on Uncharted 1, but it's just like you, nope. can, you can tell the difference that when they do it the second time, they always do it pretty good and probably top notch better than the first one. So I'm, I'm thoroughly pleased with what I've seen from Naughty Dog, and I kind of can't wait to play this. I'm kind of on the fence like you. I don't know if I want to get it right when it drops or maybe just wait a little bit um until you know i wouldn't say go on sale but maybe just wait a little bit but i'm definitely going to pick this up this is a definite because i guess like you kind of just said there in your spiel you know i played the first one and i beat it and i actually was thoroughly enjoying um the way the story came together and everything like that so i'm definitely interested in playing the second one for sure man um it looks really good yeah definitely with the uh like I said, like, I definitely want to play it, but, uh, you know, it's not really waiting on a sale, but just waiting on, because this is a game you really want to dedicate your right. time to and be focused on. So, yeah, definitely is something we're going to need to get. Yeah, the and it, I know. Well, go ahead. 
I was gonna say the first one felt like you had to dedicate your life to because that that was a long game. I, I didn't think it would be as long because for me, Uncharted didn't feel that long, but that that mm-hmm. Last of Us felt like it, it was longer than even Uncharted was. So it definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think Uncharted was a little bit linear. I definitely the first Last of Us was linear, but uh, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, it was definitely a struggle getting through the game or the story with the gameplay, in my opinion. But what did you check out the uh, the state of play event, Jordan? Uh, what did you think about it? Yeah, I saw that and I was watching it. And like Tommy said, I was really big on the gameplay from what I saw from the eight minutes. It was, it looks mm-hmm. beautiful. It looked even more beautiful than the first one, of course. It has to be because it's next gen. But I mean, I just didn't think they could take it to that whole next level. And I love The Last of Us. Like I said, I'm not a huge PlayStation guy, but I've literally borrowed buddy's PlayStations to play that game all the way through, not only once, but twice. I love that game so much. I love the multiplayer they even had for it, which a lot of people didn't like. But that's not what the game's mainly about. The story of the game is just so beautiful and how each character has their own personality, like super rich personality at that. Like every game, yeah, a character has a personality like Master Chief from Halo per se. He has a great personality. But then even the side characters in The Last of Us, like you can you can like see, you can visually see and hear what they're feeling at what moments and how what kind of person they are. It makes you believe like almost that they're real people for the most part. Um, the gameplay itself, yeah, you can definitely tell she compared to her counterpart, she moves a lot better. I mean, she's younger. It matches up with, I guess, what you would think would be what would she would do and with the movement and the fighting and everything. I feel like with her agileness, though, the game's going to twist some kind of difficulty on it. It didn't show much of her taking a lot of impact in the video from what I've seen. It was a lot of, like, stealth and stuff, but her moving and fleeing stuff is really good, too. I want to see, in comparison to Joel, was that the name of the guy for the first one? I believe it was. Yeah, Joel. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I forgot. It's, it blew out of my head for some reason. Um, What comparison it is and how much damage he could take, I hope they changed it with her being agile and more, like, maneuverable and stuff like Tommy's talking about. I believe that she's going to take a little more damage than he did with each impact she takes because she is a smaller female. And I mean, I know she's tough as all bricks, but she's, she's awesome and everything with the maneuvering and stuff, but I hope they change it up to where it's a little harder, but at the same time, a little easier because you get that faster movement and more stealthy but you might not hit as hard with melee weapons, which in the videos, of course, she did because she had some that that crazy looking stick with the nails in it. But mm-hmm. her maneuvering is going to be a lot better. But I want to I I hope that they change it up a little to where you take a little more damage than the the other counterpart. Mm-hmm. So like, but you were definitely interested in. Getting oh yeah, it. yeah. That's that's the game. Like I said, I got gears turned into my head. Like, do I want to get the PS5 on drop or do I want to get the Xbox on drop? I need right. to see more of both games and make sure that they're both dropping with the release of the consoles of Halo and The Last of Us. And that's probably mm-hmm. what's going to determine which one I get first. Yeah. Well, you know, The Last of Us 2 is PlayStation 4. We don't know for sure if it's coming to the PlayStation 5, which I'm pretty sure it is. But, it, you know, Sony's not saying that it will be and they haven't really announced anything yet. So, I mean, if if you got an Xbox, you might as well you could go cheaper and get a PlayStation 5 
or a PlayStation 4, I'm sorry, and just pick it up on there and play it, you know, instead of dropping a whole nother $500 or so to get the PlayStation 5 to play something you can play on current gen right now. Yeah, that that's kind of what I meant. I mean, I I really want to play it on the next gen because they're boosting up all these these two next gen consoles to be amazing performance and I'd yeah. rather get it with the next gen rather than the Xbox with the uh, Yeah, me Halo. too. Like if, yeah, it, if they... it does drop with the next gen, I'm probably going to get it to be honest. Oh yeah. And to talk a little bit more about the gameplay, I was definitely looking at the gameplay and how like man, how she was moving and like how she was just attacking the people and like uh she being stealthy like going in the grass and stuff like that and just using her whole environment to either sneak around or to manipulate or attack the enemies it was definitely looking like a very like a, like i said it was turning me and plus with you talking about it it just made me think about how like the details with the characters and the side characters and everything that's what i liked about the first one was i really enjoyed the story aspect of it but for some reason i, I mean it's it's always like that when people hype up stuff for me i just critique it way more than i would have if i just stumbled upon it uh, upon it and definitely i just felt like the I bet if I had to play that game in 2013 when it released, I would probably be on that hype train as well. But when I played it years later um, on the PlayStation 4, when I picked it up for the first time, uh, I was just, you know, expecting way more. And that was just me. Like the hype had my expectations higher. Um, but, you know, enough about me talking about this. I could talk about it forever. But the gameplay was definitely looking good. Um she was like she's 19 years old and she's moving like an assassin like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's one thing i noticed too and i didn't see is joe confirmed to be in this game he is he is yeah. that, that was revealed in like one of the earlier trailers because he just came oh, okay. out of nowhere yeah he came in like scared her and then she turned around and it was him so he's in there uh, yeah okay yeah i'm definitely gonna have to look more into this game because uh, like I said, I was out of the two, which uh, The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. I was definitely more interested in Ghost of Tsushima because, like I said, we already know or kind of know what to expect with The Last of Us. But with the Ghost of Tsushima, actually kind of, you know, it made me underwhelmed. Like it just didn't hit the marks like I thought it was going to hit when I watched it. It still looks interesting, but for some reason, The Last of Us 2 is looking like a way, it has way more potential than The Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But, okay. Yeah, so it sounds like we're definitely, we're all three excited about it and can't wait to eventually play it. Uh, was there any other, anything else y'all had to say with that? Anything I'm missing? I think you're pretty headed on tip of the needle. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. All right, good. So we're going to go ahead and move into the next topic. All right, so the next topic we're going to go ahead and talk about, and probably the main topic of all the main topics, is the PlayStation 5 reveal event. And I'm actually, it's not even a reveal event for the PlayStation 5 anymore, because when I made these notes, that's what the rumor was. But then as soon as I sent these notes out, Sony went ahead and announced, made an official announcement that it was going to be PlayStation 5 games digital event 
and it's going to be on June 4th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So that'd be about what? like 4 p.m. Eastern. I yeah, believe. yeah. And 3 p.m. my time. Mm-hmm. So definitely it's happening. I believe is what Thursday is. is yeah, yeah, it's on a Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Mm-hmm. yeah, because originally people were thinking it was going to be on the third. And, you know, like I said, Sony went ahead and announced it that it was going to be on June 4th. And they were actually saying that because people thought it was going to be a PlayStation 5 reveal event. But in their blog post, they were actually saying uh, they were going to show games that will be playable on the PlayStation 5. And the thing about it, the way they said it was, let me look it up here, which I want to talk about. They were saying that uh, digital, it's probably right here, says they're excited. The game's coming to, oh yeah, here it says, it says, that's why I'm excited to share that we will soon give you a first look at the games you'll be playing after PlayStation 5 launches this holiday. So if they are going to show any games or anything like that, well, they are showing any games. If it is, it doesn't sound like it's going to be any launch titles, or maybe it will be. I just think it's funny that they just said after. Maybe they're just saying, you know, you'll play it then when it drops, and then these are games you expect after. But they, there's a rumor that they're saying that it's going to be at least 38 games to be announced. Um, it's happening June 4th. Uh, we wanted to, with this topic right here, we were actually going to go ahead and do some kind of predictions on what was actually going to happen at this event. But before we do the predictions, we're each going to give a couple predictions on what's going to happen at this event. I want to read, like I, like I said, like as soon as I sent this information out to you guys, there was just a bunch of information coming at me. And one of them was another rumors or leaks, or we're just going to call it rumors um, that popped up on the 4chan website again, which we talked about some rumors with the 4chan website um, in the second episode. And I think one of those was confirmed, which was the Mortal Kombat aftermath. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely take all of this with a grain of salt. You know, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up here and I'm gonna just read to you guys what they're saying so far in this 4chan post. Now, I got this 4chan post from a guy that I follow on Twitter. His name is Idle Sloth uh, 84. And he's been posting some pretty good information or interesting information, I should say. Uh, but I'm gonna just go ahead. It's a lot of notes. So. He's first of all, he's saying that um, the CPU, this is about the PlayStation 5 and games, but he's saying, so this is not, I'm not saying this is what they're probably going to show on June 4th. This is just some leaks and rumors about just PlayStation in general. But he said that the CPU and GPU clocks aren't super stable. Expect third party games to be over 30 plus percent better on Xbox Please do not expect PlayStation 5 to beat Xbox performance. Not going to happen like some crazy people are saying out there. No VRS tier 2 or mesh shaders. Expect ray tracing performance to be over 40 plus percent better on Xbox. 
the PlayStation 5 design is ugly and the box is huge. I don't, that sounds more of an opinion. Um, console heat dissipation is amazing. Console is super quiet. Uh, the dual sense is great. Haptics are great and battery life is incredible. The dashboard is super impressive and revolutionary. The SSD IO controller is super impressive. The SSD speed is also variable. Tempest engine is crazy good. Still targeting a November 2020 release. PlayStation Studios is bigger and better than ever was. Um, it's saying hello, new studio. So I guess they're expecting expecting a new studio. Uh, the price, he's saying that is going to be $4.99, which I'm definitely taking that one with a grain of salt. Um, Money Hat, expect Sony to announce exclusive games from Capcom, Konami, Kyo Tecmo, Atlas, Square Enix, and Bethesda. This is the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 all over again. No joke, he exclaims. Um, expect multiple games from second party studios for launch window and beyond. Um, Naughty Dog and Santa Monica will announce new games already. Horizon 2 is super impressive graphically. No one is ready. Really mind blowing visuals targeting a early 2021 release. Uh, Spider-Man 2 teaser plus new Marvel game will be announced uh, imagine a playable Pixar movie. It's the new Ratchet and Clank game. It will be a launch title. Uh, two racing games for launch window. Gran Turismo 7 is real and amazing. And the other one is an incredible fictional futuristic racing game. Uh, Silent Hill is back and it's real. Half-Life Alex is coming to the PlayStation VR 2. So he's saying it's the second one. Uh, they're reviving two IPs from the PlayStation 1 era. Uh, we're going to love it, uh, supposedly. And Sony will announce more games coming to PC. Dreams, The Last Guardian, Gravity Rush, Gran Turismo, and more. So be prepared. Ooh, so that was a lot, a lot of leaks and rumors about it. So, uh, Jordan, I'm going to start off with you. What do you think? We're not going to do the predictions yet, but what do you think about okay. the rumors and leaks? Um, like you said, rumors always take it with a grain of salt. Um, price, the price one really caught my attention. I don't know if it's going to be that cheap. They're using much more better and powerful parts in their system. And it's just, it's, it's kind of hard for me to believe that when you can buy, I, I'm not PC master race or anything. So don't get me wrong. Don't, no one's <laughs> thinking that, but you can buy a much better PC and build it yourself for that price too like you can buy something that can play these games even better than the ps5 is probably going to be able to with that price with just different parts and stuff and that's just from my perspective because i researched pc the crap out of it whenever i was looking to buy one and the ssd that actually caught my attention pretty well of course the ssd is going to run it faster um i know because on my computer itself i have an ssd and i have a hard drive the hard drive the it just, all it really does is it makes the loading screens so much shorter, the SSD does, than the hard drive mm -hmm. itself. And that's what most consoles have right now is the big hard drives, the big terabytes and all that. I have a terabyte Xbox. And I know I've played games on both my Xbox and then off of my SSD on my computer. So I'm excited that both next-gen consoles, the PlayStation and the Xbox, are going to have uh, standard drives rather than the hard drives. 
Um, the third thing that caught my attention were uh, the Ratchet and Clank. The Ratchet and Clank kind of hint and the uh, rumor about it. I did yeah. love Ratchet and Clank as a kid. Um, I think it's an amazing game. It'd be great because I don't, I can't think of a lot of uh, child games or children's games that uh, can play currently now. Like I haven't heard of any big new ones that have released lately. Besides their remasters of like Spyro and stuff, so it'd be cool to see a new, a new game, an actual new game that come out and launch mm-hmm. onto a, a series that we've played as kids, and now our kids can play them because they're going to be on this next, next console coming out. And they can grow up on the same games kind of that we did. Just it's not going to be the same game remastered. It's going to be a whole new game. So I'm excited for that. Oh yeah. Uh, did you? They did actually come out with a new Ratchet and Clank. I think in like 2016, it was uh, coincide with the animated movie that came out around that same time. Did you know about that, or did you? Oh, uh, I must have. I don't think I've ever known about that one. I wish I did. I I. Like I said, I've been a big on Xbox and PC for the past two years. And then for a long time before that, the last PlayStation console I played on was PS2. And I hadn't mm-hmm. re- I hadn't until recently, when I heard about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, started looking back into Sony really hardcore like I used to. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I mentioned that was because of uh, when I picked up my playstation 4 for the first time i went ahead and got the uh ratchet and clank i think it was like a i want to say like a a reimagining of the first very first one mm-hmm. um so i i i mean but besides that we went ahead i got it specifically for my wife who I, you know i was trying to get her to be interested in video games as well and she played that God, we got about halfway through and we just haven't touched it again and we still have the game. So if they announce this, I'll probably try to jump back in and beat it myself if she don't jump back on there. Because when I was playing it and helping her, it was a really fun game. It brought me back to my childhood for sure. Mm-hmm. And the, the animations and graphics were amazing for that game. So, yeah, I would, you know, if you haven't yet, I would definitely check it out whenever you pick up a PS4 or hopefully... Uh, you know, they will talk about it later on in the episode, but uh, PlayStation will eventually do like backwards compatibility so you could play it on the PlayStation 5 if you decide to pick that up. But mm-hmm. okay, that's yeah, I'm definitely, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, a, I'm excited to see a lot of this that I'm definitely taking it with a grain of salt as well because it just, all of this just sounds too good to be true. Like it really <laughs> does. The price, I mean, is definitely we're hearing three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Nothing new there. Like it'll probably probably be four ninety nine just because like people I feel like people don't have a problem paying that nowadays. Like especially for the PlayStation, the newest PlayStation. Um, I wanna say like the Naughty Dog and Santa Monica, maybe Santa Monica, but Naughty Dog to announce a new game already. I mean, they're heavenly they're heavily working on the last of us 2 i don't see how they would unless it's like a smaller game i don't see how they would come out with a new game or announce a new game already um because if they just show like a logo or a teaser or something like that i mean i'm sure everyone will still go crazy for it but i think the way that sony is going at these reveals and stuff like that they're you know they're not trying to mess up like how xbox did a couple weeks ago um horizon 2 
I I mean, we've been hearing this rumor for a while. Like, I'm a fan of Horizon Zero Dawn. And that by far, I mean, I haven't really played the Spider-Man yet or God of War. And I have both both of those games. Uh, but until I play those, the Horizon Zero Dawn is my favorite PlayStation 4 exclusive so far. And I'm like, you know, I'm in that game heavily. I just haven't played it in a while. Um, but definitely if they announced that, I would definitely jump back into that game. And that game came out in 2017. So I can see them showing footage on that because it's been about four years since we last played that game or seen the game come out. And then the Silent Hill one is interesting as well because uh there has been like ever since they did that PT trailer when the PS4 first came out or not the PT trailer, but the PT, the playable, oh, the playable teaser. That was yeah, the crazy. playable teaser. Yeah. Ever since that, that was supposed to be like, or launch a new Silent Hills game, but it just got canned and canceled. So I don't know what really happened there, but there's been rumblings of Sony actually like rebooting or coming out with another one or reviving that franchise. So I could see that one could be possibly true. So, but other than that, like, what about you, Tommy? Uh, what did you think about these rumors? So the first thing was the price. I'm, I'm kind of on board with what Jordan and you said, Trey, um, you know, those prices are pretty much the norm nowadays. They're not, anything surprising or new to us you know as gamers and just people in general we would pay like five hundred dollars for a new console that's normal um second thing that caught my attention was kind of what you touched on the santa monica naughty dog thing i think for the Mm -hmm. naughty dog perspective i think if they do announce anything it's either going to be like you said a logo or i think it may be like a port over of the last of us 2 um that that's what i think um yeah um and santa monica i hope it's another god of war kind of like what jordan said you know i hope it's another god of war um just the second one because i really thoroughly enjoyed you know god of war the re the rebooted one that they released on the playstation 4 you know i told you in this second episode that was my favorite ps4 game i know you kind of just touched on your favorite so that was my favorite um the next one that caught my attention was probably the spider-man 2 um and along with another marvel game that they're working on supposedly um i would be happy to see another marvel game you know all we really got in superhero world is you know like the lego marvel and you know stuff like that and then like you know you got the spider-man and the batman so to have another marvel character i know they're releasing a marvel you know an avengers game here within a, cu- a couple months um and that looks pretty good but just to have another one where it's kind of just focused on one character would be really good and of course spider-man you know though that was one of my favorite ps4 games as well um so to play another one with uh insomniac doing it and they did it right with the first one so i'd be excited to touch that as well play that as well um and that was really it that really caught my attention out of all the rumors um i i you know like you said like you guys both have said really is rumors you gotta take them with a grain of salt but all this news is very exciting to hear um because like we've been saying playstation has been quiet for too long so i'm kind of glad they're getting a little bit of fire up under them to start giving out information even if it is just rumors so that's good to hear 
Oh, yeah, because like ever since I want to say their state of play with Ghost of Tsushima, man, they've been on a roll. Mm-hmm. So with just it, whether it's fake or not, it's just like it's crazy how they're just getting, you know, fake news is, you know, free promotion regardless. Right. News. So like they're, they're just <laughs> in the headlines. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. But did anybody else have anything to say with these rumors before we jump into the predictions? Um, one thing about rumors is I just rumors in general for any gaming developers or console developers or even corporations of gaming. I think rumors are a great way for upcoming consoles, just like the PS5 and Xbox, for them to look at these rumors as well. Because, you know, they're looking at these things, too, and they're saying, huh, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. And then, you know, that's why I like rumors is because it gives them a heads up like, oh, fans want this. They're really liking this rumor this guy put out. We should do that. You know, that's all I got to say about it. It's just, man, if if that was the case, there would be a Half-Life 3. Yeah, there's some they can't touch. There's some they can't touch, but I'm like the smaller ones, you know, like, I don't know. I just. Yeah, that's true. And I, I think that the gaming industry, they're definitely listening to the consumers and the fans and just you know, the gaming community in general, which is a good thing because at first it just felt like, you know, they didn't really care what we thought. We just, you know, they gave us whatever they wanted to give us. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, I don't know, they see how much social media and just the gaming community is, uh, they see how like much of an impact we can make with that. Um, they're definitely looking at it. You you see it with Xbox changing their whole mentality on what was going on, how the PlayStation 4 like just saw the reactions to what Xbox was saying and went ahead and did the opposite because that's what we wanted. And, you know, until now, like they see Xbox still messing up and they're capitalizing on it because they see the gaming industry. So they're definitely, you know, like I said, I would agree. Like I'm sure they're, looking at some of the things and like, oh, they're interested in a new Silent Hill game. Yeah, we got to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So now I'm glad that they finally officially announced the um, reveal date or the the event date that they're going to show the PlayStation 5 games on because we've been wanting to do a prediction on this event for some time now we just didn't want to do it too early or too late so i'm gonna go ahead um we're gonna discuss just a few different predictions from each of us nothing too big um so i'm actually going to go ahead and start off with tommy on this one go ahead and give us one of your predictions that you think might show up or happen at this june 4th event so a game that I was looking for, there was actually, if I was going to pick one, I would love to see another Uncharted. But because because of what we just talked about with the rumors, you know, they touched on the Spider-Man 2, which is uh, one I was going to pick. And then mm-hmm. they also touched on, you know, um, what was it? Santa Monica, which would be God of War. So I'm going to go with another last, uh, not the last of us, excuse me. I'm going to go with another Uncharted game. That's what I would want to see. All right. And you like this isn't like a like this is a prediction you think you would probably see it or is this just a like I wish I would see this prediction? 
I predict they do it. I, I don't see why Naughty Dog couldn't. I mean, I know they've been working on The Last of Us, but we don't know what else they've been doing, too. Because you know how some development teams are. They they just separate them, especially, yep. you know what I mean? So I, I feel like there could be another Uncharted coming. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see why there wouldn't be, you know, but you never know. But that's what I—that's yeah. one of my predictions. I, I agree with him on that. Yeah, I I agree too because it just goes hand in hand with this rumor we just talked about, and then not only that, they came out with what was it, Uncharted Four, and then a year later or so, they came out with the Lost Legacy, mm-hmm. or I think that's what it was called—the yep. little spinoff. Yeah. The so spin-off. definitely, they probably have more than one studio. I'm sure that they can divide and you know, hey, you know, make this or do that. So. I could definitely see it, especially like I actually correct myself from the statement I made earlier. But, you know, they are in deep with The Last of Us 2, but they're also like finished with it pretty much. They're just doing final touches. So they probably been had a whole new studio or like the rest of the studio working on a different game while they just have a smaller studio just putting the final touches on it. Right. Because who knows? It's not to cut you off. Who knows how long this game has been done? The Last of Us Two. Who knows how long it's been done? You know, yeah. we're we're, just, we're seeing it now, but they could have been done with this like a year and a half ago. You know, what I mean, yeah. so that gives you a long time to get something done. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be completely done, but it gives you a lot of room. Yeah, it was probably nearing completion because I think it was supposed to come out what last year. That was then a it rumor. got pushed to earlier this year, mm-hmm. and then it got pushed again, something like that. So, yep. It's got pushed around quite a bit, and finally we're going to get it later next month in June. So uh, what about you, Jordan? What was one of your predictions you think might happen on this event? You want you want one or you want all three? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, just go one. Yeah, just go, go one, one. Just go one? Yeah, okay. one. Then I'll come back to you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of the ones that I want to happen to touch up on what Tommy had said earlier I really want them to uh, show a God of War 2. They did a great job with the last one they just did recently, and I, I'm just hyped. I feel like it's going to be there, God of War 2. I'm just ex- I'm, that's what I'm excited. One of the ones I'm excited for that I hope is going to happen, and I have a strong feeling it will. Okay. Never so know. Do you, how far in development? Like they're going to announce it and say – Hey, it's gonna be, it's gonna come out this year or in the next two years. Because mm, like, it really, like, it recently I just came think, out in 2018. Yeah, yeah, I do not think at all for a second. I think they're gonna announce it. I don't know if okay. they'll announce a. They might show us a little bit, you know, give us a little taste of the game. I don't know if they'll show yeah. any gameplay yet. Maybe just a trailer, and maybe they won't even show us a release date. You know, but. I mean, I because I I really doubt that they'd show us a release date or actual gameplay of the game yet. That's just my mm. feeling. Okay, okay, that's a good one. I could definitely see that happening. I don't know about this soon, but hey, like I said, I don't know how they operate there. But okay, so one of my predictions is, I wouldn't really say it's it's probably a far a far out prediction, but I really think they're gonna address more on this whole backwards compatibility thing with the games because why are they going to i know we're going to talk a little bit more about it later on in the episode but why are they gonna i know here recently they said they're worried about backwards compatibility and then now they're taking it all back and saying that they're not worried about it 
I'm pretty sure that they they're going to address it fully and actually say that, you know, they are working on it and clear it up because when they first announced that there was going to be backwards compatibility, um, it was pretty much just going to be like the, the 100 most played or hottest PS4 games would utilize it. And people took it as only 100 games and some people took it as it's going to be all PlayStation 4 games, but 100 of them are just going to get like the PS5 upgrades. So I think they're just going to clear it up. I know I've, I've been seeing on Twitter here recently where they said that Sony's just not interested in bringing old games onto the newer system, which that just sounds like a cop out because Xbox seems like they have everything figured out um, when it comes to that department, because best believe you're going to see some remasters or some stuff or some games pop up on the PlayStation 5, just like how this generation, it was nothing but remastered games that you know people just wanted to play on newer hardware but they put a new price tag on it so that's definitely one of my predictions i think is going to be brought up uh next third or this thursday coming up uh so i'm gonna go back to you jordan what's another prediction that you see another prediction Mm -hmm. um the rumor that we just read about earlier about the uh gran turismo you know i've known playstation since as long as i've known xbox as a kid i used to play playstation all the time started off on the ps1 and ps2 and then i finally switched over to xbox but uh gran turismo yeah that's my other prediction i feel like they're gonna i don't know if it'll be a launch title i could see it as being a launch title like they've been working on it you know under the covers where no one can see and just they they love to release really good racing games i've noticed with sony and PlayStation, they they like their racing games, and no one's ever really had any big complaints about them either. So mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a good launch title for them, you know. If they could get if they get if they could get a game of one of each genre, I know racing is going to be definitely one of them. If they can't get like hit each genre on the mark, I feel like racing will be one that they hit on the mark. And Gran Turismo would be a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Gran Turismo, I definitely. Is one of their stronger games, um, especially racing games. I remember fondly playing Gran Turismo a lot on the PlayStation 2, but kind of fell off on it a little bit. But yeah, okay, that's a really good prediction right there. Uh, what about you, Tommy? What's your other prediction? If I had another prediction, it kind of fall inside, coincides with um, one of the rumors that you read to us earlier, and that would be the net, the other Marvel game that is supposed to release you know they had talked about spider-man 2 but another marvel game and if mm-hmm. i was going to pick who they would do a marvel game on you know i mean uh i would want it to be either iron man or the hulk the reason i say iron man is because he is you know ever since you know in game he's basically and even before he was like university loved everybody loved yep. iron man so I feel like if they did a game, and I know they did them back in like you know the 360 and stuff like that, but if they did like mm-hmm. another one, like an updated one, people would love that game. But for me, I would want to see a Hulk game. The reason is because on the original Xbox, I had the Hulk, the the Hulk game that was based on the movie that had came out that did terrible, by the way. But right. I had that game, and I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I really mm-hmm. loved that game. It was a fun game. And, and just to think of the Hulk with updated graphics and with, you know, now they can 
call he like before in those games he was causing destruction but not a lot of destruction now they could put him in a world where he could cause mass destruction and that game would probably be so much fun you know what i mean so if i was going to pick one of those it would be one of those two characters that's who i'd want them to do a game if they did another marvel game that's just my prediction okay yeah i actually agree with the iron man one i i don't know why but the hulk i see that more of like an xbox property or xbox doing it just because he's green and big and stuff like that <laughs> green but, goes yeah. With green. <laughs> yeah exactly but i mean i could man i could see it especially with this new avengers game coming out um you know you get to play with a lot of them or mm-hmm. a, a lot of them so you get to kind of see their playing style and maybe see a spinoff or some you know one of them get their own game and iron man they already got the vr iron man on playstation so it seems like they have some type of you know uh exclusivity or iron man yeah exactly they already got things worked out for them in that department mm-hmm. but uh who knows they might hit us from the side and hit us with a different character i don't know yeah, yeah that would be though you imagine like i mean Captain they America did or something well, I, oh, I mean, yeah, I think, I think it'd be Thor if they hit me with this. Thor. Be Thor, I, Thor would be dope, though. I ain't gonna lie, he got that hammer, man. You know, it all goes down, yeah, like that. yeah, true. I mean, I was talking with, well, I'm not talking, I was uh interacting with some person on Twitter. Uh, he was saying, like, if uh, PlayStation did come out with another, you know, Marvel uh, superhero game. Like, who do you think, you know, who could it be? And pretty much I said Deadpool, maybe, especially if like Insomniac did it, because if they just did what they did with um, Sunset Overdrive of how like funny and witty and crazy that game was and like fourth wall breaking, uh, I think they can definitely do, you know, they did, they did amazing with the Spider-Man one. So why not do a Deadpool one, man? I, that's like... Like he writing in fit. the making. Yeah, like he says perfect. If mm-hmm. you've played Sunset Overdrive and with Sony acquiring Insomniac, like just if just play Sunset Overdrive and just think that you're Deadpool, man. It like it just fits perfectly. And yeah, that's something that it can do. But okay, I'm actually my other prediction is I've been hearing I've, well, I've seen one rumor about it, and it stuck in my head for the longest. It wasn't even a rumor. It was just somebody just having fun. But I can actually see them announcing, like, a um, a Metal Gear Solid, like, reboot. Or not a reboot, but, like, a whole remaster, like the Resident Evil 2 remaster, like, built up with a brand new engine, everything, because the Metal Gear Solid, like put the playstation on the map at least for me like that was one of the first games that i played on the original playstation and it especially i played it on the demo disc that came with the playstation and then we actually bought it later and that game was just phenomenal phenomenal um i just remember watching my brother play that game and i can actually see with them doing remasters and capcom setting the footprint on how a remaster is supposed to be and with them coming out with final fantasy 7 remake man it just just a remake just sounds good for the metal gear solid franchise so i would i would i mean i'm now making it sound like a wishful prediction but i definitely i can see them announcing this game one way or another at this event so that's yeah, definitely good, but 
Uh, did anybody else have any other predictions? Because those were the only one ones that well. I could really think of. Because, yeah, I've, I've had more too be, because I thought this was going to be more of like a PS5 reveal. Like they were going to show the console and everything. But once I saw that it's mainly just going to be games, I don't really see them showing the console or anything like that. But what were, what was the fun one that you were thinking of, Jordan? Okay, hear me out on this. It's 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 kind of off the walls. It, it, okay, it, it sounds like. like it could be a thing, but everyone's going to be like, man, what's this dude talking about? He don't know nothing. But <laughs> I just, I, I think there's a chance, a somewhat strong chance. So you know how Call of Duty went exclusive with Sony, right? You know, they yeah. started... They started that up. When did they? What game did they start that up on? It wasn't Modern Warfare. It was. Was it? it? it I think it, it might. Was it was either Black that Ops. or was it Black Ops Four? I think yeah, it was Black Ops Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It no, was no, Black no. Ops 4. It was Black Ops. It was Black Ops Three. Black Ops Three. I thought it was mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. I thought it was Four. Wait for them to like. It was you know exclusive. How they, yeah. they gave yeah. like ex- some exclusive rights to. You know, yeah, like they would get stuff earlier than Xbox yeah. people. Like, yeah, that started Black Ops 3 because it oh, okay. ended with Xbox with Advanced Warfare. And then after Advanced oh, Warfare, right. it was no, Black Ops right, 3. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, how they did that with that. Now, hear me out. This would be crazy. I don't expect a whole bunch of details on itself, but maybe, just maybe, Grand Theft Auto 6 does the same thing with PlayStation. Mm. Mm. Could you imagine mm. that? I, mm. I don't know. That's a huge jump. It's a huge leap. But, but like, drop drop what though, like uh, just the new stuff for Grand Theft Auto Online, like or... a logo. I I don't know. No, I don't think they're gonna drop it. I'm saying I'm saying Grand Theft Auto Six or the Rockstar itself is gonna give exclusive rights to PlayStation because I remember growing up as a kid, I was playing uh, just like they did with Call of Duty. So Xbox will still get it for sure. Like Xbox will still get all the stuff too, but maybe a little later. You know, how they took forever to release the heist for everyone yeah. in general. What if they did the same thing, kind of, but, like, they give the newer heist a month early to, like, PlayStation? I'm not saying Xbox ain't going to get it, but mm, I know man. Grand Theft Auto was started off super strong on PlayStation. But, man, that that that's actually a good point, though. I like I like how he went there, because I like yeah. how Jordan went there, because if because you think Rock's, about it, yeah. if you think about Sorry, Red Dead, no, you're good, bro. If you think about Red Dead Redemption 2 real quick, whenever they showed it, what did they always show with? A PlayStation. And showed it with PlayStation mm-hmm. 4, you know what I mean? So his prediction isn't too wild if you think about it and you look back because it's like when Rockstar was showing, oh, yeah, get Red Dead Redemption 2, and then it'd be like PlayStation at the end. You know, it always came mm-hmm. with it, always showed with a PlayStation. Yeah. They yeah. never showed it with Xbox. Now, is it on Game Pass right now? Yeah. But what did they always show with when it was on TV? And what do people watch TV or, you know, some form of TV so they could see yeah. that ad? So his prediction isn't too far-fetched if you really sit down and think about it. Yeah, and the mm. fact that Rockstar hasn't really released any info for Grand Theft Auto 6 yet, this would be like the perfect time to implement it because Sony's already been super secretive about certain things. So imagine mm. if they hit people with that just to get, you know, the pure shock and awe of their audience for this event. Man, like I like I hate that idea, but I can because yeah, I'm an Xbox guy. So I hate it too. Yeah, I can. But I I blended it up in my head. I'm like, what would what would be awesome, even if I wouldn't like it, because I'm an Xbox guy. What would be awesome, even if I wasn't a huge fan of it? Happening, man. Could you realize how much PlayStation Fives they would sell if, with that alone, just with that yeah. right there? They don't have to say nothing else. 
Yeah. You don't have to talk about no other game, just that right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're gonna sell. Crazy. Man, that's like if yeah, definitely with Grand Theft Auto. That's a big, huge game, man. Man, I don't even yeah, that was that was a really good prediction. Yeah. Cause you know because you know that everyone's been talking Xbox up and Xbox is supposedly gonna be better, like with the gaming like capacity and processing of like the actual yeah. games themselves. And everyone's yeah. saying that. And it's not too far fetched to say that. I mean from what we've seen, yeah, not that we've seen much, but I mean, the, but with that, you know, PlayStation is probably going to want to hit them with like a hard right because they gotta they gotta get back in their place, you know, at least on the same line as them because Xbox is a little bit ahead right now. Oh so yeah, so that'd be a I great can, way to do it. Yeah, I can see that, and I can actually see that happen with a lot more games as well with the PlayStation because that's how it was with the 360 man. It was like the 360 had all the marketing deals and like the early access with like um, third party AAA games, like with Call of Duty, for example. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. And it sucks as it sounds. It definitely sounds plausible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Definitely open minded. See, that's the wild predictions I wanted. I just couldn't think of anything like that because mine, like, I'm not even going to get into it, but I was thinking, like, the I was going to talk more on, like, console-related stuff and things like that. But, I mean, they could announce or show the console for the first time at the end of the event, you know, go out with a big bang or whatever. But, like, with Sony, like, trying to message that, you know, they try to do right with their messaging it just sounds like they're strictly focused on um, games and that's what everybody wants to see. So they're going to hold off on that console reveal, especially with uh, Xbox doing their um, game event in July. You know, they Sony wants to keep, you know, something like a, a card under their sleeve or something just to pull out and be like, bam. Yeah, y'all had a good show in July, but here's the console, here's the console, boom, 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 you know. But but okay. also also, it's another way for Sony to put their foot in Xbox's mouth because of how the last last month how you know Xbox's little event went. They basically mm-hmm. lied to us, and now they're going. Sony's going to be like, well, look, here's actual gameplay. You know, we didn't lie to y'all. We here, we told y'all what it is. This is what it is. Here it is. And then everybody, you know what what's gonna happen on Twitter as soon as that event's over. Everybody gonna be like, look at see Xbox. This is how y'all should have did it. Da, 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 you know, no, but it's gonna be worse. It's gonna be worse on after Thursday. Watch, it's gonna be terrible on there if you're an Xbox mm-hmm. fan it's or be a fan comparison boy. war. It is. It really is. Cause they, but then, but then Sony gonna shut it down. They like they actually showed us games. Xbox just showed us trailers, CGI stuff. Mm-hmm. As it mm-hmm. that's gonna be, that's what it's gonna be. But that just makes it like Xbox gonna have to come. Like it, it's making mm-hmm. it worse for Xbox. Like I already think the July, the, yeah, the July event's gonna be good. But I just feel like, man, just waiting until July, man. There's so much Sony could do mm-hmm. in that time to just like already Xbox has to come with the heat like come with it heavy like like just blow us out the water like i feel like it's going to be good but like we were saying in past episodes man xbox could man buy up sony 
and all their PlayStation exclusives, and it's only on Xbox, and people would still be mad. But oh, yeah, it ain't better than PlayStation. <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't matter. Xbox at this point, Xbox is in prove it mode, or they got to earn our trust back. Regardless, they can announce all these good games, but it's not until we actually get our hands on it and play it and see if it's really legit or not. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. And man, I I like it, man. I, I love it and I hate it. So Yeah. So definitely. But yeah, I appreciate that uh good and wacky prediction, Jordan. That was a really good one. So that that's enough on the topic of the uh PlayStation 5 games event happening on June 4th. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into our next topic here. All right, so our next topic is the IGN Summer of Gaming 2020 event that they're going to kick off starting on June 4th, and it should last about three weeks going on until June the 24th. Um, There's going to be a lot of interviews, gameplay, reveals, trailers, and previews, and also uh, they said in the tiny little corner of the photos there's going to be more to come from like Blizzard, EA, Ubisoft, Xbox, and more. So with Sony starting the reveal on the same day, like on June 4th, these these are both happening on June 4th. It just sounds like this is just kicking off the summer, right? Like I know we've been getting a lot of gaming information, you know, the past month or so, but it seemed kind of spread out. But this just seems like, it's just going to be nothing but heat from June 4th on, especially with IGN having this type of an event. They're going to be showcasing a lot of stuff every day until the 24th of June. And that's that's near the end of the month. And you already know July is going to come and Xbox is going to do their gaming, um, you know, event or showcase their first party games. So. Excuse me. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and look at the photos here. What really interests me here is the fact that, yeah, they're going to have a bunch of, um, you know, like gameplay and trailers and previews of games that we already know about. But they actually have a few like there's a few slots on this calendar where they're going to showcase brand new games. It's going to be the first time and and a couple of them well i think one actually says that it's a classic revival let me see if i can pull it up unannounced classic revival game and what's funny about it is it doesn't show you like the developer or you know if it's yeah, the developer or like whoever created the game it doesn't show that in parentheses next to it like some of the other ones have been showing which uh let me see here if i could pull it up but it's been showing that let me see gameplay gameplay previews preview reveals it says unannounced game reveal no that one that one actually doesn't show it but there's some of there was one on here that actually said it was a game reveal unannounced game reveal and it actually had the developer's uh name in parentheses let me see do 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 it's right yeah see it says unannounced classic revival and it says let me see dang it's tiny lettering 
Uh, it says by Merge Games. So, and it then um, below there it says unannounced game by Fabraz. So, it just makes me think that some of these are probably. I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna go there. You know, with me being a little bit more of a Xbox fanboy, which I try to stay neutral. But it just makes me think that possibly, you know, Xbox might pop up and, you know, announce a new game here because, you know, they were talking about working with uh, Fable 4 uh, or the new Fable reboot, which I don't know if that's considered a classic, but it could be. Uh, there's also room rumors of them bringing back the Perfect Dark series and things like that. And like I said, these say unannounced classic revival. So uh, what do you guys think about what I just pointed out or anything else on this list? Did anything pop out on you guys? I'm going to go ahead and shoot it to Jordan. Um, it, it all looks pretty good. I was reading through the schedule as well, through the dates and everything. Um, a couple things that popped out were like gameplay for Forgotten City um, and Second Extinction on the 8th. Uh, oh, yeah. Those sound interesting. Um. A couple other things like Chivalry Two. A lot of people didn't play the first Chivalry. Um, that was more of like a medieval FPS kind of game. It was mm -hmm. sword slasher. It was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I don't have much to talk about on this because I was just reading through the schedule. I wasn't really thinking too hard on it. Yeah, um, no, it's a lot to take all, in. Destroy all humans. I saw that too. Um, and the SpongeBob games. I th I think if they remaster the SpongeBob game, that'd be dope. That'd be really dope. Oh yeah, they they are though. Yeah, I, which I know. one you? Yeah. I I mean like I not that I, if they do it, I meant like when when they do it. Like I can't wait is what I mean. Sorry. Okay. I got mixed up here. But Chivalry Two, I can't wait. Um, and Destroy All Humans, I can't wait. Those are like the two main things that really caught my eye. Yeah, def definitely another thing other than what I just mentioned with the unannounced games, because I just think it's yeah. funny. It's a coincidence there. I think that's just a good opportunity pretty much oh, for sure they're still hiding stuff from us. A yeah, lot exactly. It with with uh, what Xbox is concerned. But I know a game on here that I'm just looking at now, that Samurai Jack game that got announced, I want to say a couple months ago. I want to say right before this whole pandemic started off that um i remember seeing like a trailer for that game and man that game looks pretty dope and i'm not gonna lie so i can't wait to say it says gameplay so they're probably i can't wait to see the first it says exclusive gameplay first look so yeah they're definitely going to show us uh some goodness from the samurai jack game uh so did anything catch your eye in this uh on this uh you know calendar that we got here tommy um, I was just really looking through the Xbox games that they had kind of touched on, you know, because like you say, like mm -hmm. kind of, you know, just admit it yourself. I'm an Xbox fanboy myself. Um, but speaking of the Samurai Jack game that did catch my eye, you know, you know, that was a cartoon I watched as a kid. Um, so just to hear that they are actually going to have a game for that, that piques my interest because, you know, I get to go back to being like 10 or 11, um, and try to be Samurai Jack. Um, but but again, like I was just really looking through the um, Xbox side of it, and you know, I, of course, the Cyberpunk. Um, I, I want to see more of that, definitely. 
um, if they show anything on that um, just updated stuff because that game looks really, really impressive. Um, another one, just me being a sports head, is Madden. Um, I hope they show, uh, give us something on Madden. I know they're supposed to give us something, I think June 1st or sometime, they're supposed to give us an, something on Madden. So I think on Ma- on Monday, be on the lookout for that. I remember seeing hey. something about that um, on Twitter. So I, I, I don't know if that's confirmed, but I do remember seeing a date of June 1st. But I hope they show some more Madden. Um, that's about it for me. You know, I, I'm, I'm not hard to please. I, I, I'm just going to take everything with a grain of salt anyway as a fan, right. you know, because that's all we have to go on is what they're going to show us. And, of course, you know, every, nothing – sometimes things turn out the way we see them, but sometimes they also change. So I'm going to just take everything they show us with a grain of salt and just be happy with whatever they show us and give us at this um, – summer event that IGN is going to provide us. So um, it all looks good, though. I'm, I'm happy for IGN that they're going to do this because I did see on a video I watched that they're basically trying to give us E3, even though E3 is canceled and they're just doing it yeah. in IGN way. So kudos to them for doing that because they could have just not did anything. So I appreciate them for even putting this out there. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I'm a point out some more games that I see here on a calendar because I actually agree with you. Like I'm, you know, I want to get everyone hyped up for this, but then again, I think it's best not to get super hyped because like you said, we'd probably be expecting so much and then it's not exactly what we're, you know, what we've been expecting. We probably think it's going to be something to blow us out the water and it probably will show pretty much the same trailers that we've been seeing or you know just a little bit more or whatever mm-hmm. so i definitely agree with you there but man i'm like i can't wait to see more gameplay on that second extinction which was mm-hmm. uh brought up at the uh xbox uh, at the xbox event a couple weeks ago uh that was one of the games that was a highlight to me and like we were saying it looks like it was like a left for dead type game with the dinosaurs mm-hmm. yep. so it, they're definitely going to show gameplay there. So I'm super excited about that. But with um, but with this being said right here, okay. But with this happening, since, you know, we see that there's a bunch of announcements like reveals, trailers, gameplays, and streams and stuff like that. Like, is this like an event? Do you think this is a good thing? It's happening. And do you think like this is going to kick it off right? Because we thought the... What is it? Uh, Jeff Keighley's, you know, event was going to really kick things off. But that's kind of been a little quiet. Not saying things aren't going to ramp up, but this event, I feel like is going to be the one to actually kick it off and at least give us some information, at least for the next few weeks until another big event like Xbox's June digital event and uh, more from PlayStation, Nintendo and Xbox uh, throughout the summer yeah it, 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 i think it's gonna do it right i think it's gonna do it justice to me because like i like i said previously you know ign wanted to give us e3 um in spite of there being no e3 this year because of the pandemic that's going on um mm-hmm. so for them to even pull this together is great because i'm sh- i don't know if they have been planning this for a long time i'm sure they haven't um but for them to just pull this all together is really great and awesome on their part. Um, 
I do know one thing though, June 4th is going to be a busy day for them because between this and then, you know, you got the PlayStation conference and everything like that, they're going to be be busy that day. So um, I wouldn't want to be working for IGN that day. I know that for a fact, Uh, but you know, it's going to, it's going to do it right. Um, Like you said, three weeks of gaming information. So three consistent weeks where we can actually get trailers and reveals and gameplay and previews and stuff like that is really good, especially if you're a a hardcore gamer like we all three are. Um, So that way every day we'll have some news. So that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. June 4th is going to be a big day. And I wouldn't be surprised if they cover some of the games that uh, PlayStation will announce that day as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, like they have some time to, they want to slip in some games or some news that happened. I'm pretty sure they have like time to dedicate to new news that actually arrives. So, okay. So I was gonna say what I was gonna say something else regarding that, but oh yeah. So I just want to end this uh, topic off with now. Like I said, it's going to be three weeks. All right. So let me go ahead and pull up the calendar for June 24th. I just had it up. Now, I just think that there's a lot of unannounced game reveals coming out. And I know I've said this already uh, during this topic, but there's on June 24th, which is the last day it looks like, that they're going to be announcing stuff. It definitely, there's only three events going on. There's one reveal and two trailers. The two trailers are Dreamscaper and Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. The reveal is the unannounced classic revival. This, if anything, this is, I'm going to go, it's just a prediction. I feel like this is where Xbox is going to capitalize on something because it doesn't say anything about Sony being here or Nintendo being here, but it does show that Xbox will be here. I don't know if it's from the other games. Like I saw Wasteland 3, you know, they bought NXL, who the developers of Wasteland, even though it's being published by Deep Silver. So they're probably helping them out with that. But I'm pretty sure one of these announcements, these unannounced classic revivals or just unannounced game announcements is going to be from Xbox and that's going to kind of help them out in the long run, especially with such a long wait until July for new games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like it, and if it was any of these, I feel like it's going to be that last one on June 24th, mm. you know, but other than that, it seems like that's all we had to say, you know, it's just, uh, something I just wanted to touch on a bit. Uh, just if you guys didn't know about this event coming up, you know, definitely stay tuned. You know, there's a lot of gaming news coming starting in the month of June. So everyone just be ready for that. But that's enough on IGN Summer of Gaming 2020. We're going to go ahead and jump into the next topic. All right, so our final topic we're going to talk about today, like I said, it was a, it's a lot of news that happened within the past week or so, so we're dumping a lot at you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, is, or is more of a question, is backwards compatibility a selling point? Now, I've been seeing a lot of this on Twitter recently of a bunch of like 
you know, it's the, you know, console war. I've seen a lot of Xbox people excited. Uh, I've seen a lot of Sony people, you know, really not feeling it. You know, they're not even saying that it's a good idea. Some of them are, but I'm just telling you what I see majority of. Like, they really hate the idea. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and so is uh so Xbox has been pushing backwards compatibility for years and especially here recently for the Xbox Series X uh, because, you know, they introduced it in 2015 and that's just been one of the big selling points for Xbox and they've just been pushing it heavy and they have a commitment of believing that, you know, you should be able to play all generations on the newest hardware. So they really have that PC mind uh, mindset going on um playstation fans uh you know don't these are not my words but you know they're like panicking and they're like frustrating uh, these are headlines i've been seeing where like you know they want backwards compatibility but at the same time it seems like sony's not really into it so uh sony fans are really just like bashing the whole idea because they see xbox has really been pushing it lately and um, my question is, is it a good feature to have? You know, is it pro-consumer? Um, you know, do any of us use the feature or how often? Like, I want your guys' opinion. Like, because my opinion is, uh, I feel like Xbox has been talking a lot more about backwards compatibility. Um, I feel like a little too much. Like, we all know that Xbox is going to have backwards compatibility. Like people want to see games and new games. Um, so I do feel like they have been pressing the issue a little bit. But at the same time, I feel like what else do they have to talk about when they already announced that they're going to do a big showcase of games in July? So I'm like, yeah, you might see them talk about it. But a lot of people are saying, especially PlayStation fanboys saying like, why are they, you know, building up on backwards compatibility, you know? Uh, they should be looking towards the future. You know, I, I want I buy a new console to play new games. I don't play older games. So what do you, uh, Jordan, what do you think on this topic? Like, what do you think about backwards compatibility? I think backwards compatibility is an awesome feature to have. Now, is it a selling point? Eh, it could be argued with. Um, Sony's done fine selling without having as much with it i mean than xbox has but mm. you know they they might have learned something from xbox We're like hey we're gonna give this a shot too and yeah a lot of a lot of their users and uh their lovers their playstation lovers the fanboys and stuff um of course they're gonna get mad at it like why why not stick to your tradition like why why are you doing this off the walls new thing just because xbox is doing it but I'm not saying Sony's wrong for it, but maybe, yeah, they should stick to their tradition, traditional ways of, you know, just doing what they do. I don't think they should copy Xbox with the backwards compatibility. I do not think it's a selling feature. I think it's an awesome feature to have. Mm -hmm. The one thing I personally, not to do with any of this, but like I, I kind of don't like about backwards compatibility is it doesn't bring back the same nostalgia as having your old console sitting in your closet somewhere collecting dust and you're like, hey. I'm going to pop this bad boy out, plug it in and turn it on and play on the real old school stuff. You know, the same controller, same console, everything. If you just bring those games back to a newer console, I mean, sure, it's still fun, but you're not getting the same nostalgia, you know? 
mm-hmm. like the startup screen and everything. I mean, Xbox has done that, but I don't know. That's the one thing I don't like about backwards compatibility, and I don't think it's a selling feature, in my honest opinion. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I I didn't really think about the nostalgia factor of, you know, pulling out your old console, blowing the dust off of it, and just, you know, firing up uh, just a old console with a beloved old IP or old game mm-hmm. uh, on that particular console. I mean, for us, yeah, nostalgia reasons, I could see it, but then I can also see like the newer generation don't care about that. Yeah, you're right. You know, There's a new generation you know, of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, and I can see. That's so, I mean, you can cater, but the thing is, you can cater to both. Like, you can keep yeah. your old console and then. You know, just don't, you know, play those older games on your newer console, which is probably going to be hard to do because it's so much easier to just click download and play the game on that instead of having to take everything out or have a separate room. And, you know, those really people who take this really seriously with the collecting and stuff like that, you know, they got their own separate room, everything plugged up to one TV. But Mm -hmm. okay, Uh, what about you, Tommy? What do you think about it? Uh, kind of like what Jordan said, it, it's definitely not a selling point. It, like he said, it's a nice feature to have. So I agree with him on that front. Do I think that backwards compatibility is good? Yeah, it's definitely good. Um, but I can understand why PlayStation people feel the way they feel. You do buy the new console to get new games and new IPs. But also, exactly, I, I feel I feel like it's not so much sony because it's not them it's more the fanboys they're just like listening to sony well we're not going to do this you know we're not going to push backwards compatibility we want you to play new games new ips which is fine and and sony has every right to do what they want to do but for the fanboys to bash it like no that's not a good feature now you know okay so let's say little timmy he didn't have a chance to get a ps4 but he get his mom going to get him a PS5 and he going to play, you know, he wants to play God of War because he didn't get to play it on the PS4. So is mm-hmm. it fair to him that he can't play it? No, it should be, okay, let him play it. You know what I mean? Because he didn't have a chance to get the PS4 to play the game, but he wants to play the game now. So it's not fair mm-hmm. to him that he's like, like, like Jordan said, he got to, if he wants to go play God of War, the, the newest one, he got to go buy a PS4, plug it in, do all this just to play the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Sony would be like, hey, well, we're going to make some games backwards compatible. I ain't saying make all of them, like how Xbox does. You know, Xbox can make all them backwards compatible if they want to. But make like how you said, Trey, you know, the hottest hundred games on PlayStation 4 backwards compatible or whatever. You know, they could do right. that. I, I'm, I agree with that. But for them not to have that feature at all, I feel like that's hurting them. You know, and, and of course, like you said, the fanboys, they're going to support whatever they do. So they don't care. Like, oh, yeah, man, Microsoft, they whack for having. No, they're not whack. You just you missing the bigger picture. Like for me, for instance, like how I told you, I've been playing San Andreas. I didn't get to play it when it was on PlayStation 2. I missed that game. I skipped over it. So guess what? Now I get the chance to go back and play it and see what the hype was. Now, like Jordan said, it doesn't bring me back to that nostalgia factor because I never played it on a PlayStation 2. You know, for me, it's brand new. Like, I don't know anything about this game. I know what it is. I know the name. I know who the character CJ is. I knew who he was before I played this game, you know, because of his name, because of everybody talking about it. But now it gets me the chance to see why everybody was talking about this game, why it was so popular when we were growing up as kids, you know, but but because of Xbox and the backwards compatibility feature, I get to play this game now. 
you know so for people mm-hmm. to say it's not a good feature or it's something whack is just misconstrued and kind of sounds ignorant to me you know just a little bit but they all are entitled to their opinion but that's just my take on it oh yeah yeah you definitely you know put it in a good perspective on like you know if there's a younger kid who just got their first console or anything and you're telling them pretty much in order for them to play a beloved classic they got to get that console the older console you know what i'm saying so i definitely see it like because i agree with them as well but to like this is it's just options it's just gamer options like is it going to hurt that you have you know an option to play your games on the newer console that you've already purchased no on a faster running system exactly And, and that's what xbox is pushing they're saying that it's going to you know take advantage of the newer hardware just like a pc game would so it's like man it's a it's a win and i understand you know like i just see i just think they're really frustrated that's the that's my main point on the playstation fanboys like they're just frustrated because i would be too like if you jump back to my very first episode when i briefly talked about how like this generation was just so important like you invested so much in whatever brand that you invested probably both but more than likely it was either one or the other like you put so much money into the playstation 4 and then you tell me that once this playstation 5 drop like all of, you got to hang on to that PlayStation 4 and just move on and jump on to the next console. Essentially, all your no. money was wasted. Essentially, Pretty if, much. You, if you really think about it. Yeah. One thing I can add on about what you were saying with playing a, uh, a game like God of War on the new PS5. So I had a similar experience. Uh, you guys know Metro Exodus, that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. The new one? So uh, I don't have a Series X. Or, uh, not a Series X. I don't have a xbox one x you know the faster powered one compared to mm-hmm. the original i still have the fallout 4 version because i got the xbox one well i got my second xbox one because my first one broke but i got the fallout 4 edition so that's the one i'm running on right now it works fine but because it's such a faster console the one x compared to it i've noticed mm-hmm. um on my friend's console because he played metro exodus 2 i went over there i played a little bit um metro exodus the loading screens on my xbox are insanely long for no reason and then i went and played on his and they are quick as heck and i was like what Mm -hmm. and that's that's why backwards compatibility is an awesome feature to have another reason for it to be an awesome feature because it it can run those games faster so if it does drop god of war on the ps5 then timmy gets to play it on the newer console and at a faster rate than anyone on ps4 would have gotten to play it Mm-hmm. oh yeah like yeah that's a really good point because that can draw people out of like an experience like say you play a older game and like it takes long to load or something like that and you're used to how games are loading fast now like it'll probably not just you know the game loading so long but like just how like the game wasn't you know how can i say it you know like as time goes on games just get better and better every Mm -hmm. animations physics and everything just get better so when you jump into an old game like you're like oh man i can't believe we was playing this you know what i'm saying like (laughs) i feel like i feel like that experience or that bad experience i should say for newcomers or even if you're revisiting that 
old game. Like, I feel like it will eliminate some of that bad experience if that game actually got like a, a better polish and it took advantage of the newer hardware and the made loading times faster and the you know the went from 30 frames per second to 60 frames per second and that mm-hmm. type of deal i just think that it is definitely a good feature to have like y'all were saying a selling point no because the playstation has been selling like hot cakes without that feature so oh. you know it's really not a selling point but it can be to some i know it it was one of the things i i used to say about like yeah i can play my older games like games i didn't get to play on the 360 i can play them now on my xbox you know like because as you all know games are coming out like it's like there's a game coming out pretty much every day now when back in the day it used to be like mainly in the holiday season and you know it wasn't as much now it's like tons of games you're, you're going to miss out on games so it's good to be able to you know eventually later down the road be able to play that game on the current hardware that you have either now or in the future so that's good so but other than that like i i think it's a good feature and i just feel like i just see the playstation like like i'm saying you know i'm not bashing playstation or anything like that like i feel like playstation they're going to adopt it like once they see that it's good it's working good with the xbox they're going to adopt it so it's just a matter of time right now they just they see that the gamers are focusing on games and new experiences that's the message that they're going to push they're not going to try to make the same mistakes that xbox is doing which i don't think it's a mistake it's just you know like majority of the gaming community is PlayStation. So, you know, their PlayStation is going to continue to follow that community regardless. So, and that's just a, a power move. But I think that, you know, just wanted to discuss the backwards compatibility point because uh, I was just seeing a lot of like hate or just a lot of discussion on Twitter about it. And uh, the only thing I agreed on is that Xbox was pushing it just a little too much. But at the end of the day, that's like what else they're going to talk about when they're just readying readying up for the July event. I feel like they should just be quiet, in my opinion. They've said enough. (laughs) Like, they ain't got to say nothing. You know what I mean? Sony ain't gave us nothing other than this coming week. What what else you got to say? I ain't got to say nothing. You know what I mean? You already put your stuff out there. Yeah, they should just be they should just be quite like like how Sony was doing. They mm-hmm. just need to let, exactly. let Sony just ride, you know, let them try to get as much information out as possible because it sounds like Xbox is ready for next gen and Sony's just waiting. So, if you're ready, you might as well just wait until the you know, the last minute as possible and just go bam. This is what we're doing instead of, you know, saying it out uh, talking about it too early and then maybe messing up and then Sony just capitalizing on it. Cause it sounds like Sony's not really too worried about the next generation. They're worried about the current generation, which is smart because PS4s are still selling like hotcakes. And they got two great IPs coming out within like yeah. a month of each other. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, okay. So that, that about wraps up the backwards com- compatibility topic. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show next so this is the end of the show i went ahead and added uh, a little news feature here or news column i want to go ahead and announce a couple things that have been announced within the past week or so but uh definitely 
uh, EA has renewed their license deal with the NFL uh, to exclusively make NFL or simulation NFL games because we do know that uh, back in March, uh, 2K actually have an agreement with the NFL to make non-simulated games, uh, NFL games. So EA went ahead and renewed it for another five years. It was supposed to end in after the 2021 season. So they renewed it until uh, 2026. Um, so we're, yep, there's more Madden, the only game NFL game we can get simulated wise anyway. Um, Minecraft Dungeons is Xbox's new release. Uh, I've, I've actually dabbled in that a little bit. It's out on Game Pass right now. If you don't have Game Pass, it's only $20. It's like a Diablo-esque type game. Um, Warzone Season 4 starts June 3rd. So like I said, the month of June is going to be big for a lot of games uh, because not only the new season of Warzone starts June 3rd, but Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 was supposed to start June 3rd, but they pushed it back until June 11th, which is just that next week. Mm -hmm. um, also, PlayStation Days of Play sale starts June 3rd through the 17th. So I feel like after this whole state of, uh, well, PS5 games digital event, you know, Sony's going to have a huge digital summer sale of games and hardwares and stuff like that uh, lasting for a couple weeks or so. So definitely, if you haven't, you know, check that out. You might be able to pick up. I'm still trying to pick up that Days Gone, uh, add that to my collection. Um, also, Sega has industry changing news that will be revealed on June 4th, which is the same day as Sony's event. So. I know there's been a lot of rumors and speculations that Xbox has a really good bond or relationship with Sega like they once had in the original Xbox days. So people are thinking that Microsoft then bought Sega out, which I highly doubt. But I could see Sega either. I don't know. It says industry changing. So, it, I mean, it could be a new console, which I doubt that wouldn't be a smart move. But with it being on the same day as Sony's event, man, it could be some type of partnership with with them or who knows. But definitely they're looking to shake up the world or the industry and in for that matter on that day. Uh, did you guys have any type of comments on the news? The Madden things to me hurts, man, because I kind of wanted to see if 2K would get the chance to make a authentic simulation NFL game, but unfortunately, like you said, till twenty twenty six, we gotta play Madden. Mm hmm. Yeah, which hasn't been bad. Like, yeah, we uh, want to see 2K, you know, try to do do what they did with 2K five, but Madden's actually been, you know, pretty solid here yeah. the last couple releases. Yeah. Uh, let's we'll just see how long that'll last. And uh, chapter four, chapter well, Warzone season four. You know, of course, everybody's excited for that. So I'm I'm excited for that just to see what changes up and what new weapons they add and stuff like that. So oh yeah, that's about it for me. Okay, all right. Uh, well, that wraps up the news portion. So um, go ahead and recap on what we actually discussed in this podcast. Uh, we went ahead and talked about the Sony State of Play event that went on about the 
the last of us two gameplay that they showed uh we went ahead and discussed the playstation 5 games event uh the digital event they're going to have on june 4th um we went ahead and named a few predictions on what might go down on that day uh it's definitely supposed to be a big day for gaming on june 4th because not only um, is that event happening? IGN Summer of Gaming 2020 starts that day, uh, as well as like the um, the Warzone Season Four starts all that week, and the PlayStation Days of Play sale starts that week as well. So next week is going to be very eventful. Also, we went ahead and discussed a little bit more about the backwards comp compatibility. Like, is it a selling point, or you know, do we really think it's a good feature to have or not? Uh, we discussed our opinions on that. So uh, I'm asking you listeners and addicted gamers, like, what do you guys think of the past few Sony events? Like, have they been hitting it on the on the head? Like, have, is, is this how reveals and presentations and events are supposed to go down? Or um, do you guys agree or like our predictions on the PlayStation 5 reveal event? You know, what are some of your guys's predictions? We would love to hear about those predictions uh, or any things we might have missed on what might go down that day. You know, we would love to hear from you guys. Also, are you guys excited for IGN Summer of Gaming 2020 event? It pretty much kicks off a lot of gaming announcements for the whole summer. And what do you guys think about backwards compatibility? Like, is it a selling point for you, a nice feature to have, or could you care less? You know, so we'd love to hear your opinions and concerns about all those topics. Uh, make sure to go ahead and follow the Gamers Anonymous podcast on Facebook and also go ahead and subscribe to the Gamers Anonymous podcast on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and every major uh, podcast platform that's out there or the one you're currently listening listening to it now. Um also, go ahead and follow your boy, your host of the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Donnie Trace. Um, I would love to communicate with you guys, man. I can't stress that enough, man. I would love for you guys. I put out the latest updates and the hottest gaming news that I see. I'm on there daily. So, like, man, you're going to see a lot of gaming information uh, come out of my Twitter feed. I would love to actually communicate with you guys. and you know, DM me, you know, if you want to, if you see something that I might like, go ahead and tag me into it, you know, just I'd love to communicate with you guys. Once again, that's at Donnie Trace on Twitter. All right. Um, go ahead, Jordan. I appreciate having you on the show. Uh, you didn't have, did you have any plugs or anything you wanted to throw out there? Is that you want to throw out your gamer tag or anything like that, that you would like to, you know, throw out to the people? No, I don't have any plugs or anything. Um, just everyone be safe with everything that's going on in the world right now. Keep enjoying your video games as much as you do already. We're all gamer addicts. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a great thing to have, video games, especially in a time like this where you can't do much as it is out in public. Um, oh, yeah. Just be safe out there. Uh, thank you so much, Trey, for having me. I was nervous. It's my first podcast, like I said. Super fun to do. I hope you have me again at some point. It was fun to talk with you and Tommy. It was really nice meeting you, Tommy. Really cool yes. dude. Yes, I sir. love listening to you that. on the other episodes too. I mean, yes, sir. you guys talk about the most cool stuff. 
it also gives me news updates as well because I don't have all the time in the world to always be reading into them. Um, thank you so much for having me, everyone. Have a good night or day. Hey, <laughs> hey no. man, I appreciate you joining the podcast and I would love to have you on here again soon. So uh, you definitely brought uh, a good vibe on this show and I really appreciate you, you know, liking it so much that you wanted to be a part of it. So definitely we will be hearing from you soon. Uh, so what's going on, Tommy? What did you want to tell the people? Uh, man, y'all gonna follow me on Twitter. Uh, you know, same, same Twitter handle. It's always been at Tomas making money. So that is capital T lowercase O lowercase M lowercase A lowercase S lowercase M lowercase A lowercase K lowercase I lowercase N lowercase M lowercase O lowercase N lowercase e and a lowercase y tomas making money all one word man follow me engage with me you know i'd love to hear y'all's feedback and just engage with me in the community about gaming um i don't bite you know i'm i'm easy to get along with you know i just love to have conversation about games or anything else sports i'm your man too you know what i mean so anything y'all guys want to get engaged with me on i'm down for it um, but thank you, bro, for having me on here again, Trey. I appreciate you, man. You know, we've been rocking out trying to do this thing. So I appreciate you again for having me. And Jordan, my man, it's nice to meet you as well, bro. Great energy. Cool dude, man. Got I actually got a lot of information from you, man, for your first time being on the podcast. So I appreciate you, bro. Nice to meet you. I know, right? He he said he was nervous. I'm like, man, he, <laughs> he came with it for real. Yeah, he did. You know, yeah. All right. But, uh, man, it was I feel like this was a good show. So thank you guys once again for checking us out. Um, you know, and I appreciate you making it to the very end of this podcast. I told you guys it was going to be pretty lengthy. Uh, it was just a lot of information to put out, man. So um, with that being said, you know, continue to be safe. Uh, appreciate you supporting the podcast. And, you know, it's been fun. It's been real. But until next time, never stop gaming. Thank you, podcast listeners and gaming addicts, for making it to the end of today's episode. If you would like to write to the show or send fan mail, feel free to email us at finesse.kings with a Z gaming at gmail.com. That's finesse.kingsgaming at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you guys. Thank you, and look out for the next episode. Yay!